Master's my friend. You don't have any friends. Nobody likes you. Not listening. Not listening. You're a liar. And a thief. No. Go away! <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Where would you be without me? Ellen, Ellen, I saved us. It was me. We survived because of me. Not anymore. What did you say? Send out your wag, riders. This is spoilers. <laughs> mm, wag. This is spoilers. Yeah, so yeah, this is Brett. You guys remember when he says wag? Remember that happening? That's your wag, riders. That's really good. <laughs> that, that was pretty cool, right? Send out your wag, I don't think someone told them, like, they're like, you're not going to tell Christopher Lee's pronouncing something wrong. It's like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go with that. Uh, so yeah, this Have you is ever Brett. stabbed a man? <laughs> That's what he tells Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so uh, yeah, this is Brett. Uh, this is episode four, the famous Two Towers Lord of the Rings podcast on spoilers, and uh, we're just gonna get right into it. I think. Uh, let's. You have any announcements? Anybody? Mm-mm. Go for it, Brett. All right. Okay, so uh, my section starts off with uh, Theoden's sister daughter, Eowyn. Um, That's what they call him. Uh, she's got like the biggest lady boner for Aragorn like they meet in the (laughs) and that's something I love I mean I thought I remember when I listened to it recently on the books I'm like it can't be that pronounced but no it's like even worse in the books like she freaking is obsessed with him it's so funny look she's seen Eastern Promises she knows he's (laughs) oh yeah she knows what she's dealing with um so yeah, Aragorn, I don't know why they did this. It's kind of a cool but throwaway scene and you can tell why they cut it, but he's he's taming a horse, not not in a sexual way. Um, oh jeez. And Aowen <laughs> just No like, one would have thought that was sexual, Brett. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said that. Nobody? Okay. Well, so yeah, yeah, she uh, just completely falls in love with them there and kind of stalks them the rest of the movie. So um, that just kind of gets into... Uh, Wormtail just kind of unceremoniously walks into Saruman and like starts being super cocky. Um, he starts talking about an elf, a man, and a dwarf. And does somebody want to just kind of say what Saruman says to him? How stupid is Saruman? I have to ask. Like, it, like <laughs> why? De- like deliberately. Um, Wormtongue is like, hey, dude, this sounds like Aragorn. Saruman's like, nope. And he's like, he sounds a little bit like Aragorn. Saruman's like, nope. And he's like, he's wearing this ring. Let me check this book. I'm pretty sure it's Aragorn. No, it's not. The book has a picture of the ring. It says, if he's wearing this, it's Aragorn. <laughs> it's literally right there. Saruman's like, nah, bro. Not even he's close. Just, yeah, he's, he's, like a, he's like an arrogant dick. Like he doesn't think... And then he's like, oh, he's found his heir. It doesn't matter. He'll fail. But anyway, he says he stinks like a horse, which it's like this dude has been deep undercover for you for like a couple of years. And he treats him like absolute <laughs> crap. But that's why he's a villain. He does. He pushes that guy yeah, around. And yeah, he gets he gets his revenge in the end. But um, I don't remember if this is in the movie or not, but Theoden's talking to one of his guys and he's like, 
This is not a defeat. We will return. And like, is he convincing that guy or is he convincing himself? I don't know. Um, I don't know if we talked about this or not in Jordan's scene. I just wanted to bring it up. Is Jordan's scene the one that had the last I checked, Theoden, not Aragorn, was Aragorn was king of uh, Ron? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's like, dude, five hours ago, you were like a mush pit (laughs) sitting on a chair. Like, do you really want to say that? Tell me nobody else thinks about that. How does that line of power like work? Because Aragorn is the king of men, so he could just say, "Last I checked, I'm the king of men, not Theoden, well, king of men." He, he hadn't claimed it yet. He hadn't claimed it yet or not, but yeah, for sure. Like they're way more important than Rohan. They've been there a lot longer, and they're way more powerful and everything. So, but yeah, I'm with you. Okay, I have a question. Then is Gondor is like the greater kingdom, and Rohan is like a kingdom within Gondor? Or is it its own separate thing entirely? I would say in the middle of that. Like, it's definitely, it's its own thing, but they are under the, they're under the rule of Gondor. I mean, Gondor is definitely way more powerful. They're, uh, you know, when they call, you answer. Like, they make a big deal in this movie to be like, oh, I don't want to go to Gondor's aid. But like, God, I told myself I wouldn't say this phrase at all, but... So in the book, they're like, yeah, we'll come. We just have to gather up people. We're like, we'll be there. So it, like, they're never like not going to go. They're just like, we have stuff we need to take care of, and then we'll be there. They're like, we'll be dead by then. They're like, sorry. So um, yeah, they definitely, their liege, they owe their allegiance to Gondor for sure. But mm. they are like their own separate entity. That's what okay. I would say. It's kind of like a states versus federal government argument. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of put it in my mind. Yeah, that's for sure. And okay, so you have another little quick uh, scene with Eowyn and Aragorn. She's like, oh no, women have it so hard living through wars and not having to fight. <laughs> I think I think that's what she says verbatim. I, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. <laughs> right. You she know, says she wants to fight. She's such trained. a victim. Um, yeah, no, she's got some skills and she looks like like she wants to murder Aragorn. That's like the only time when she's not like bonerizing him and she's just like, I want to kill you for even trying to. Sorry, I'm digging myself a hole. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting her fucking her yeah, she's, sword form. <laughs> yeah, like you're, she's practicing, man. So yeah, they leave for Helm's Deep and I don't know. Does anybody have anything that I've skipped? I mean, I'm trying to go through quickly because I don't know. It's a lot of quick cuts in this early part. I feel like we're bounce, it bounces around a lot. How, how far is Helm's Deep? It seems like he's dooming a lot of these people to maybe die on this walk. Uh, <laughs> it's like the Oregon Trail <laughs> for Rohan. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of and old it seems people. Like the, the, wags, the wags would definitely catch up. Yeah, they definitely have uh, gotten dysentery on the way there. And they've definitely died. <laughs> Multiple rattlesnake bites. Plus, they live on like a <laughs> rattlesnake. Yep. Like they got to climb down that cliff. Yeah, they're like uh, Mikey. They're like, oh, we made it. We're safe. And like, it's four miles away still. <laughs> they start. They start sprinting towards it from so far away. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. 
Someone could redesign the Oregon Trail, the old game, and just make it like <laughs> oh, man. the, the Helm's Deep Trail, and just like oh my God. change the name of like certain things and put in little character sprites. <laughs> Your ward isn't like the fields of Oregon; it's Helm's Deep, where ten thousand orcs will descend upon you. <laughs> yes. Your twelve-year-old son is now in the military. It turns into tower defense. <laughs> <laughs> Your nine-year-old son was killed by a wog in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the wog ate your baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, yeah, we get to the part I referenced earlier. Getting super, like, they finally, he finally starts to listen to uh, Wormtail, kind of what Stevie was talking about earlier. And then he's like, Wormtail. Wormtongue. Wormtongue. Not Peter Pettigrew, Wormtongue. Harry Potter preferences. Let's go. Let's go. Quick note on the actor who Chucky. played Wormtail uh, in this movie. Uh, he wasn't like on set all the time. Like he wasn't one of the ones who like stayed in New Zealand. So he ended up flying down six times or so over the course of a couple years. And every time he had to reshave his fucking eyebrows oh, when he went oh, down. So like, oh man. He had like a young daughter at the time, and she would just be devastated. He said like when she would return with like a freakish worm tongue face. Oh my god. <laughs> That guy's awesome. His name's Brad Dourif. He's like been in so yeah, much cool sure. shit. Yeah, uh, for sure. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Child's play. Yeah, he's he's got a Star Trek Voyager. Oh, he's the guy. Yeah, in he's, Child's Ch- he's, play? Chucky. he's the voice of Chucky, the yeah. murderer. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh! That tear that falls from his eye when he sees like how big that army is is like one of his like things he can do as an actor too. You know, some actors can do that. Yeah. Is that for real? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I saw that on IMDb too. That's that's cool. I I, th- I asked this question in the last episode as far as like why did Aragorn want to save him? Is it because he thought that Wormtongue might just light all the gunpowder on fire with that candle like on accident? <laughs> <laughs> but but also for a spy, how did he not notice that there's a fucking army of ten thousand orcs that's outside? He's like, there is no army, yeah. and they're literally that's right outside. That's a scene that door. like cinema sins and stuff make fun of. But like, who knows? Maybe he came in the front, and went right <laughs> up that tower. Maybe he just didn't notice. <laughs> The loudest rock concert on earth is going on. And you're like, bro, pretty silent in here. What's going on? Yeah, there is no such army. He is kind of out of the loop, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of out of the loop. All right, so um, we actually get to, I guess, in this one, I'd call it our B story, but um, you get to Frodo. Um, They start like the... The bickering between Frodo and Sam pretty early in this uh, movie, and I don't know, and I think it probably adds to the tension of the movie. Um, so uh, Frodo kind of wants to help Smeagol. He's he's starting to kind of like him, and as we mentioned in I think episode one or two, uh, Sam called him like Slinker and Stinker, and like Frodo just had had enough of him kind of bullying him. So, and is this like the first real snap? that Frodo has at Sam, Josh? I think so. It all goes back to that moment where Bilbo snaps and we all love it when Bilbo's like, <laughs> and like you feel Frodo building to that, but it's not quite to that level here. He just, you know, he started to feel a lot of sympathy. Yeah. For Cause he gets it. Yeah. And Sam, uh, Sam doesn't get everything about how the ring is like, changing Frodo's soul I think to some extent and so like there's a disconnect between them and Frodo 
the only person in the world he really has a kinship with are that have had the ring before are Bilbo and Smeagol, and Smeagol is right there. So I don't know. They, what do you, what is it about Smeagol? Smeagol's kind of like Frodo's hope that if Smeagol can yeah. somehow be a good boy, then maybe Frodo will be able to hold on to the ring and be a good boy. Yeah, but or something. that's a little. I, I like the idea of that. It's a little uh, frail because I mean. Smeagol had the ring for centuries and Frodo's going to end up having it for like a year. Now he doesn't know that he's only going to have it for a year, but he's not going to have it for centuries. Let's put it that way. So I just, I think it, it's a nice concept, but I think it rings a little hollow. Is everybody else? What do you think? I always thought it was just more of that. The ring just divides. For sure. Right? The ring wants to be found. True. And part of that mm. is like division amongst the people who are like possessing it. Right. Kind of like what it did to Boromir. It's gonna like make everyone go crazy sure. as much as possible, and in group, out group stuff. Yeah. So, um, Pappy and I were kind of discussing this before uh, the pod started, but like, I had made a comment that when Andy Circus inevitably wins a career Oscar, uh, which he deserves, this is like gonna be one of the first scenes they show is him arguing with himself as Smeagol and Gollum. It's so good. It still looks so good, so funny. Uh, I think the dialogue's amazing. Is anybody want to like kind of like touch on that and what some of their favorite or least favorite things are on that conversation? Not so much the dialogue, but the choice to I don't know what you'd call it. Like it starts with like two. Help me out, Josh. Like it's not like a pan, but like a rotate, like a half, one eighty kind of circle. You know, like you see Gollum doing the turns initially, and then it goes to like shot, reverse shot, like. The way it like eases into that, like you you forget it's the same person doing both things, and and apparently Andy Circus shot that like straight through, like that's oh, just really? one solid really? performance of him with like two cameras just go, <laughs> turning to both cameras Sheesh. back and forth, like doing the scene, which is just crazy. It's so good. Yeah, I was gonna let Josh touch on that if you want to, but like it's like his manner, like you said, you forget that it's two, it's the same person because their mannerisms are the same. They're so different. I mean, they're so different that you forget. Because one of them's just like kind of mean looking and nasty, and the other one's just kind of like super frail. And yeah, it's it's so good. And I, you know, you're right. It's not maybe not the dialogue, but I some of the lines crack me up. Like I think he said something like, "Nobody likes you." I don't know why that always kind of cracks me up. Nobody likes you. <laughs> not listening. <laughs> it does balance comedy in that scene really well. I mean, it's just a good moment, but like they, the way they handle it, like it, it's serious, but those little like bits that are peppered in, like, I don't know, they, they, they do them at the exact right time, I think. For sure. The comedy works in this movie when it's like in motion with the story. Anytime that the story has to slow down to do some comedy, it's like, oof, yeah. what the fuck is that? Do <laughs> you have an example? The uh, trees from the Jordan's <laughs> part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting taller. Marion Pippin. The ant draft. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, man, I didn't even realize this part was in mine because it wasn't in the timestamps. But yeah, so I got, <laughs> I drew, I got the potatoes. So, uh, you know. <laughs> you lucky son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> lucky, lucky me. I got potatoes and olifants and everything like that. But yeah, the, there's a classic. I mean, when Josh and I were in college, like, the earliest little like meme things and um, like little quick videos were. Do you remember Josh the 
boil a mash boil and stick them in a stew. Stick them in a stew. Boil mash. Potatoes. I think we can play a clip yeah. of that. Let's play a okay, clip of good. that for sure. <laughs> yeah. But we need a few good taters. What's taters, Brussels? What's taters, huh? Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, boil them, boil them, boil them, mash them, boil them, boil them, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, boil them, boil them, potatoes, 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 potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Oh, that was good. Ooh, yeah, brings back memories, huh, Josh? You, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, um, so then they kind of, uh, Frodo just kind of creeps off as uh, Sam's making some conies, coney stew, which... Uh, some coney dogs? Not, not quite, <laughs> but that, I bet they would love that on there. But yeah, they see some olifants and some more men from the east or west or something like that. And then all of a sudden they just get murked by all these soldiers. You don't really know who's going on. Uh, Gollum does make the point, you know, they're assembling an army. Uh, it's kind of like their last stand. Um, he has, it's kind of vague, but he says something like the dark one. I, I don't know. But this is when you get introduced to uh, Faramir. And I know uh, Corey will touch on Faramir a lot more. Uh, actually, he's one of my favorite characters like in the books. Uh, I don't think they do him as well as service in the movies, but I also <laughs> I like him as well. Um, he is a, a cold dick. fish, ain't he? In, in the in the movie, for sure, he's not at all. Yeah, in the book, I mean. he's like literally. I like joked with my dad, but he's like the nicest guy in the whole book. He's the nicest guy in Middle Earth, that, for sure. That Faramir. <laughs> I think it's right here. Frodo has to be thinking to himself about Sam. Like this dog just ain't gonna hunt. I mean, <laughs> like Sam. Like Frodo's like, hey, dude, let's go. Like, yeah, there's a lot it. of people around. Let's get out of here. And Sam's like. Look at the olifants. But I was like, yeah, that's cool, dude, but let's keep going. And then, like, arrows are flying everywhere. People are dying. Frodo's was like, Sam, let's go. Sam's like, oh, my God, Mr. Frodo. Like, he's there's, obviously like a seven, there's like seven different places where Sam could have been like, hey, it's getting hairy. Let's get out of here. And, like, I mean, what happens next, Frodo legitimately has to be thinking to himself, like, it might be time to fire Sam. Yeah, after that whole incident <laughs> at the gate and everything. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. he's trying to charge the gate of Mordor. Like, honestly, if I were Frodo, I would have dished him a long time, way before Return of the King. <laughs> dumbest guy in the Not whole Shire guy in follows the whole book, me. Or the whole, the whole movie. So, so t- Stevie tonight has been outraged over two things that were both almost identical. Someone says something, and the other person won't listen. That's kind of what me it boils nuts. down. Yeah. Common sense. <laughs> It's like when someone tells you what the timestamps are and nobody else listens. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean, Stevie. It's like when I try to do trivia for all seven episodes, mess one up, and everyone jumps all over me. Gosh. Is this swords and shields or what? Coming soon. <laughs> By the way, Stevie, just go ahead and stop me um, when we get to your favorite part. Is it coming up or your favorite um. line? Because I'm about to start talking about dwarf women. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you when. It's okay. it's near. Yeah. I'll tell you when. I, guess, so, I think it's actually in Corey's part, so we're good. Okay. So, yeah, we're getting close to wrapping this up. Uh, they go back to the story with uh, Aragorn and all them. And 
It's a little bit of comic relief. Do you like this kind of comic relief, uh, Pappy? With yeah, the dwarf, the dwarf woman's hilarious yeah. to me. I I don't know why it makes me laugh so much. I, I think it's partially like the playfulness with Aragorn in the background. Yeah. Like, it's the beards. Like that, that cracks <laughs> me up. And yeah, I don't know. It's I like learning about Middle Earth. You know what I mean? If we can do that and laugh a little bit, it's a good time. And then of course, uh, John Reese Davies falling off his horse is I, <laughs> physical comedy. Dude, like, oh, he, he falls said, hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that stuck with me, but I've always like said in my life oh, that was deliberate. That was deliberate. It's first of all, he's <laughs> they do him so dirty in these movies. I mean, he's funny. He's funny, but he's like such an idiot. <laughs> he's still tough though. Like oh, yeah. they don't make him like weak or anything. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, you're probably going to talk about it, Brett. But like the bit of comedy that comes around this area with. Aragorn and Eowyn. I, I fucking oh, yeah. love that. Me too. I, like, I love it. That's an extra scene, right? Because I don't remember that like at all. It is. Yeah. That's where Eowyn has the stew that she so, made. Oh. And she's like, like Gimli won't fucking touch it. He like smells it. He's like, ah, nope. No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Even Carl Weathers wouldn't touch that stew. <laughs> Bappy. <laughs> you don't have yourself a stew going. Oh. So yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, real quick, another thing uh, before we get to that, because it's so funny. I, I laughed. I don't remember that at all. It's a sad little story about Eowyn uh, that Theoden tells. That's not in the... Like, who who knows my theatrical cut? Me. Me. I don't... No, that's new. Okay, because I don't remember any of that... It's pretty good though. Like that—that's something that maybe it's only about a, a thirty seconds long. That's something that could have maybe stayed, but you know, they have Peter Jackson is like pretty good. Like the theatrical cut, you do get the shot of her like leaving, you know, like with the group, so you're aware that she's in that group. But I don't think like any like the exposition like with Elrond talking to Aragorn and being like, "You can't date my daughter, bro." Like all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, <"Hey>, <laughs> In the theatrical. I think it is important for the story because I think it helps like explain the reasons why they don't want Eowyn to fight. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. No, I I'm with you. I think, I think it was, I think it, sh- what I'm saying is I think it should have been in the, in the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised it was taken out because it's so short. But uh, it's really quick too. I love when like Aragorn's about to leave and Eowyn like pops out, but you get a shot of the fellowship like getting ready to leave on their quest like that little detail i just love it like kind of looping the story back like that yeah uh so Corey, do you want to like just real quick kind of explain that story a little more oh yeah so aon she's she's cruising around the camp with the the soup she made <laughs> the stew or whatever <laughs> and she gives it to aragorn and she's just like watching him intently as he tries it and you can tell this stuff is fucking disgusting and mm. like the part that's funniest is he can just barely, barely push out the words. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I, love I, love when he tries to dump, I love when he tries to dump it too. And he's like, ah. Burns his hand. Yeah. Well, it looks like she heats up a bowl of spit. <laughs> it doesn't look very good at all. <laughs> like each person at the camp spit. <laughs> it's also right next to like the part where she learns that he's 87 years old and she's so surprised Mm -hmm. like oh you're old as fuck i didn't even realize (laughs) i love older men yeah Yeah. seriously she does she's like you're older than my uncle and then she like starts liking him even more for sure (laughs) (laughs) god no wonder she had a thing for a worm tongue this is too when 
Aragorn realizes that Eowyn is not for him. Like, I think he was kind of considering it. For sure. But then, like, he (laughs) tastes her cooking, and it's over. Yeah, he's like, yeah, maybe you should spend a little more time cooking and a little less time with your swordplay. (laughs) Dang. Swordplay is good, too. (laughs) Him being old is like a byproduct of his race or whatever. Is that what they said? The Dunedain. The Dunedain, yeah. I mean, like, it's never like... They've been like kind of extinct for a long time, but obviously not extinct, but like, yeah. So the Dunedain's like this really great race of men that was basically almost wiped out. But yeah, so I, I don't, I didn't know he was that old. Like he alludes to it in the books. He's like, I'm older than, you know, you're older men. Like he makes, but like, I didn't know he was that old, but it's definitely possible. He's going to yeah. live, he's going to live to be a couple hundred years old, probably. Just to add on that, like everyone in Lord of the Rings is trying to out old each other. Like seriously, everyone. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm 111 years old today. Oh yeah, well I'm an 87 year old man. Oh Gandalf has been around for this long. What about fucking Bombadil? It's yeah, yeah. Everyone's older than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, in the grand scheme of things, 111 uh, is not very old, but compared to like Galadriel or. Uh, Man, I can't draw a blank on the ant name Treebeard. All right, so let's go ahead. And, yeah, Treebeard. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really want to spend that much time on the the dreams, the the flashbacks. I mean, I think this. Somebody want to take those, Joe? Do you, like, do you remember those flashbacks at all? I mean, there's the one with where he's dreaming. Um, he gets he has a wet dream. Um, there's the Elrond <laughs> guilt trip, and then the yeah. Anybody want to touch on some of that before we move on? Yeah. It's kind of like forgettable. Halt. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The worst. It, it's like it, one one of them spaced out would have been okay, but it's like one and then a quick cut back to real time, then another one, and then a quick cut back to real time, and then another one. It's like it it is grinding halt is a perfect mm-hmm. term for it. And it's yeah. not like I don't like hate. It's just like man, it really takes me out, especially right before. We get to what comes next, which is the end of my section, and it's the WAG attack, um, <laughs> which is Ooh. probably my only real big bit of action. But yeah, the wargs come. Um, Hama just gets eaten. His face gets eaten. Is that his name? Hama, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Hama and Gamli are left and right. Okay, I got you. Yep, and then uh, Aragorn dies. It's over. Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> the race of men has fallen. What do you think about the look of the wargs, Brett? Because I, I was listening to the director's commentary, and Peter Jackson's pretty positive on almost everything he's, he did in, in the movie with really good reason. But even he said that, like, this is one thing that he regretted, that he didn't quite get the look right for them in uh, terms of the CGI. Really? I think they look cool. Like, you think up close or, like, them, their actual movements? T- to me, the this battle sequence has a lot of, like, kinetic moving not quite shaky cam but it's definitely it's like more of a michael bay not still camera like when the camera's mm. just still looking at a warg and it's moving i don't think it looks pretty good i don't think it looks good at all i think it looks pretty like fake but i think like when we're like in the heat of battle everything's so quick that it does it covers it pretty well yeah i i get kind of a uh, ed from lion king vibe uh <laughs> Is that the dumb? Oh, the hyena? Is that the dumb? Is that the dumb one? The dumb one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I think they look decent when they're moving, but up close they look kind of weird. It's not really what I, how I would have gone. 
But um, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. Really? What about, I mean, anybody else want to hop in? The part where Legolas jumps up and is like swinging around. Yeah, it's much more egregious. It doesn't make sense to physics at all. Like, what's he doing? He broke his his shoulder out of his his socket. Elves don't obey the laws of physics. No, yeah, like I don't care about the physics. It's it just kind of looks. Bad. I mean, it looks great compared to the stuff that you see in Return of the King, um, when he's like climbing up the. But it mm-hmm. sucks too because I think the one of the coolest shots of that of my whole part happens right before that, and that's when the the wargs are coming down the hill for the first time, and Legolas shoots an arrow, and it hits. I think that's really cool, and then like that's when he hops on it's Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it probably looked cool in 2001, but it doesn't. Help. So apparently the story behind that scene was they just had to, like, make that shit up on the fly in editing because that was, like, in between. They have shots of Legolas on a horse, but they never shot, like, him getting on a horse, and that's, like, when he busted his rib, or Orlando Bloom. So, like, oh, no. they had to, like, basically just create that whole thing yeah. in post, which is why it looks so Yeah, but that's so not funky. bad considering, I guess. I mean... I mean, it's not ideal. No, for sure, but I'm saying that it could have been a lot worse, it sounds like. Maybe. But, yeah, so um, my whole thing ends with, you know, I guess a little bit of comic relief with Gimli. He just keeps getting trapped, and more and more things keep coming towards him. And uh, he gets (laughs) Ex Machina alive a couple times. And then the whole Aragorn falls off, and everyone's supposed to think he's dead. There's a really great moment when Gimli's pinned and Aragorn saves him. He's riding up on the horse and he picks up like a spear out of a corpse <laughs> as he's riding and then like chucks it. Really looks really good that moment. I love it. I like it too that Gimli, one of the times he's trapped him to there, just like snaps the orc's oh, yeah. neck really Definitely. quick. Like <laughs> Steven Seagal's him. <laughs> For sure, that's a good one. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Josh, if you want to. Anybody want to touch up on anything Ooh. before we get to trivia or not? Is it trivia time? Yeah. Let's, Let's go it. into it. Let's get those inaccurate scores. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought earlier in the pod, Corey was going off on like how everyone's trying to out-old each other. So we find out in this section of Two Towers that Aragorn is 87 at this time. I want you to tell me, and we're going to do another closest to, but here's the question. Ooh. You're trying to guess a number that's Aragon's age when he died plus his wife's age. So, um, wow. Yeah. Arwen, Arwen died. I'll just give you a hint. She died shortly after of a broken heart. So try to guess this fairly dank number. Pathetic. <laughs> what is this operation? Fucking broken heart. <laughs> she died of water on the knee. She does pad was Arwen when she died? Yeah, it's just fucking Padme. Plus Arwen. Yeah, she Padmeed out. No, it's Arwen's age <laughs> at, at death plus Aragon's age at death. And we're gonna go Aragorn. in reverse order. So Mikey, let's just do the same thing from last time. I think it's obvious that you want to go last in these closest twos. So, Corey, you have the most points with seven right now. You have to go first. Uh, man, she could really be like 
100 years old, 10,000 years old. <laughs> it's less than 1,000, just like last time. Oh, the total wow. number is less than 1,000? Yep. Hmm. It is? It is? That really narrows it down from infinite numbers yeah, to for sure. I was, I, was, I was adding, I was doing Josh, some. Josh, that was my whole strategy. Deep. I just said she died shortly after of a broken heart. You didn't say, we didn't know how old she was before, though. Yeah. She well, died shortly after Aragorn died. <laughs> we all died. got the clue. That's fair. Okay. Uh, 600. Gotcha. There are several people that have six points. Stevie, since you are the ring bear, you get the most advantage. Joe, you're next. Six points. This is bullshit. Man, uh, I'm going to go 680. Pappy. Six points. I don't know. I may have had too much pipe weed, but I'm going to go 420, baby. Happy is feeling better this week. <laughs> I am. Stevie. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> 690. Cocksucker. Y'all are playing. <laughs> Brett? Uh, what was Joe's? Don't worry about it. Joe said 680. Oh. <laughs> I will go uh, 691, Bob. Oh. Mikey, you have four points. You're just three points off the leader, but you are in last and get to go last here. Chucky? Uh, let's go uh, even 500. Ooh, 500, Bob. Hmm. I think I went too high. I think my guess is looking good. Hold on a second. I want to do all the math before I start talking, so I'm not talking and doing math at the same time. Smart. What's the actual number? Not telling you yet. Wait, were we talking about Aragorn or Aragon from the books? Aragorn. Aragon. Aragon? What's the Aragon. difference? Aragon is like a separate book series, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. The Inheritance. Josh, oh, you, the Inheritance Josh, cycle. Same as, same as Wormtail. I think Josh led us astray. Indeed. Because like everything I'm looking up has Arwen in the thousands, bro. Oh boy! We need a new trivia. Yeah. Did you lie about the hint? He you lied about the goddamn hint. I think he just said it wrong. He, like he kept saying he died. She I got died her, right I got after. Her age right here. Hold on, I'm trying to do some math. Oh Jesus. boy! Like, like Pete Rose has like as many hits as her age. Like it's insane, <laughs> dude. If it's over a thousand, I'm calling shenanigans. It's twenty nine hundred. It's, it's over That's nine thousand. Oh. Yeah, she's Such reverse problematic in this okay, scenario. So the correct answer. <laughs> and I gave a really good hint. I said, guess this fairly dank number. It's 421 years. According to canon that Whoa. I read, are you are you counting Aragorn as negative years? Aragorn lived is to be 200 years. Be, <laughs> he lived to be 210. And Arwen died one year later of a broken heart. That's not how that 421 works. 421 years. Definitely not, I, They're not the same age. They're not the same age. They were born on the same day. Nope. I'm reading right like here. Arwen, oh, then over 2,700 years old, had recently returned to her father's home. Oh, this boy. Is this is bullshit. Score update. 
<laughs> Dang it. Okay. Sorry, Josh. You can't do math, yeah. listeners. More timestamp debacle. <laughs> that is not dank, Josh. That is swag, dude. That, that is dad. dark. No, I swag. I got it. Swag. Good thing I have backup okay trivia. My I have That's backup trivia. Wow, that's Bobby guess. Brown, dude. Wait, what? None of these jokes are even going in the episode, so do yourself a favor. I won the last trivia. Stop the count. Corey, you're going to have to go first in this trivia. <laughs> and we are talking earlier about uh, Sam and Frodo's relationship. And we love Sean Astin being people from South Bend around that area. We love Notre Dame. We love Rudy. Yeah. We are just going to straight up guess who's the closest to the date of Sean Astin's actual birth. This was actually my backup trivia to let the listeners know. I had this terrible question. Maybe we'll put it on the Patreon. I really messed up. But, um, guys, this is the re-edit, and we're back into trivia. <laughs> trying to get the date of Sean Aston's birth, okay? Everyone needs to chill. Okay, everyone's super mad at me. Just chill. I won the last trivia Corey. for the audience. I would have got second. Yeah, I see what I did was wrong, and I, I'm trying to move on from that. <laughs> To the listeners at home, Josh thought that Aragorn and Arwen were born on the same day at the exact same second. It was something and- like that. It really was. We kept trying to tell you, you're like, died shortly after. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Love right, it. Go ahead. All right, I think I have a good baseline for this in my head. I'm not going to give it away. But I'll say it after. So I'm okay. just going to say... October 14th, which is my birthday, but the year of 1972. 10-14-72. Got it. Hmm. Jode. Uh, I mean, first of all, I resent your Smeagol and Gollum talk at the beginning that we like all of the things that you mentioned, but uh, I'm going to say August... 7th of se- uh, 1970. Okay. <laughs> well, I technically won the last year <laughs> oh the fraudulent mail-in, the, the kind of fraudulent mail-in ages, but Stop I'm going to go count. with April 20th, 1971. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Okay, um, Pap said 420 of 71. Yep. Hey, now. Pap, you're, you were born in a Notre Dame game, right? Hey, now. Uh, day before a Notre Dame game. Okay, let's go with that then. I'll say November the 14th, 1971, year of our Lord. Ooh. 11, 14, 71. 71. <sighs> what year did Goonies come out? <laughs> 85. That was what I was using in my head. I'm not telling you. What did you, uh, Joe, what did you say? Get out of here. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Why are you always basing your guess off my guesses? 70, <laughs> 1970, August 7th. Uh, I'll go uh, August 6th, 1970. Jeez. Fucking bitch. Math. 8, 6, 70. Pappy or Mikey, you have four points and you're in last, but you're not far behind. 
You are. You're the one, <laughs> one behind me. Depends how the votes are counted. Well, I don't know why nobody has said 42069, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that was so big brain. Because <laughs> the answer is 421. The correct date. The correct date is February 25th, mm. 1971. And I think Pappy, Pappy, I think you got a repeat. Yes. Let's go. The fake question. Trivia never lies, boys. (laughs) Trivia never lies. You got five points for that, which puts you at 11. Joe. Uh, I will double check. Joe and I should be two with three, right? But. uh, Something like that. Yeah, just everyone start screaming out numbers. That'd be for the best. But <laughs> Mikey, I'm pretty sure that you're you got last kitten from the oh, uh, We'll have the full update of standings at the end of the next episode. But to finish this out here, Brett, I'll toss it back to you. All right, everybody. Uh thanks for sticking around for uh Two Towers Part Four. Uh stay tuned for part five. This is spoilers. Podcast spoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. That was spoilers.